Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Farmers Insurance Studio. Studio, studios. Call one farmers to switch. You could save on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone for the next few minutes? Look at pictures of food your friends ate again? Call 1-888-FARMERS. That's one farmers for a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Big night in the NBA. We will get back to that coming up in a few minutes. Uh, we had a, a big win tonight by the Philadelphia 76ers. James Harden's return to Houston goes well enough for James Harden. And the Lakers in Sacramento right now. 
late in the second quarter are tied 57 apiece. Remember, the Lakers are playing this game without LeBron James, uh, who is resting uh, so and getting treatment on his sprained ankle, even though he you know, just played the whole game last night. Uh, so 59-59, Lakers and the Kings uh, late in the second quarter. Uh, so far, it's been kind of a fun game, even though you're watching the Lakers and you go – if I didn't know any better, I would say, is this one of those games where, where they, I, we went back in time, they put on a, a preseason game, and I'm just watching what the Lakers would be playing because, you know, the, all, the, all the good players are getting – oh, no, no, it's a regular season game. Okay. Uh, 61-59, the Kings lead the Lakers. This so, is the I'll show up for your all-star game, but I'm taking the night before off. Mm, well, it's not on national TV, so I think we're okay. Well, I mean, I think that's part of the, you know, quid pro quo in all of this is, yeah, I, I haven't really taken any load management days. It is the Kings, and now the Kings are winning. Uh, give away that MVP award, LeBron James, why don't you, on a mm. night when Embiid goes off with 40 and 19. <laughs> there you go, hot take. You got to be louder. But you just sounded like you were. Well, you, you gave it a big explosion. I just you sounded like you were stifling a burp right there. That was like a burp stifle. That was like a burp stifle you did. No. Yeah, no. That's, I said, oh, wow, tie shirt. You know, you know I, I'm usually the, the guy that I'm usually the guy that takes things and then, you know, steps way over the line with them. And no, no, that's tie shirt on the show. Now. Was it any like different? Saying, I'm just going to do whatever I want to. I'm just going to do tie shirt actually tried to tell me a few minutes ago, you know, Lincoln Park is better than Metallica. And I was like, wow, that's a hot take. That's You're completely fact. wrong. But that, that, that's a, that's a hot take. That's, I mean, that, that's a if you were doing hot take music uh, podcast, that's a really hot take. Oh, it's a very hot take. Well, so I think that it. should be one of our uh, spinoffs. Hmm. I, I, yeah, like I mean, 37 different short podcasts that happen <laughs> for five minutes at a time. Yeah, I think this band's this better than this band. Well, you're an idiot. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> How, why is the podcast only 12 seconds? Well, trust me, you'll, you'll see the topics that are going on. Today's topic, is Linkin Park better than Metallica? The answer is, of course, no. And if you say they are, you're ridiculous. I'm Jason Smith. Uh, download us next week. Oh, that's it. There you go. That's all. And I don't know why I would do it with well, that. Well, then voice. you take it calls for like an hour with people with yelling at you. <laughs> uh, so, again, uh, hey, big day today, Metallica. Obviously, 35th anniversary of Master of Puppets. Uh, but today saw another day in which the offseason in the NFL changed because GM Joe Douglas of the New York Jets in a press conference announced that, yes, I will be answering phone calls for Sam Darnold. Up until now, the company line had been, we love Sam, we believe in Sam, Sam is our guy. Today, he says, I'm going to take phone calls. Doesn't mean I don't love Sam, we think Sam is great, and Sam, but I will take phone calls. He's trash. This tells you that the Jets are moving on from Sam Darnold, and they will trade him at some point in the coming weeks. All right, Joe Douglas knows what the market is going to be for Sam Darnold. He knows it's going to be teams calling saying a second and a third, a second and a player, something like that. And he's hoping, well, maybe with a bidding war, we can get it up to two seconds or a late first and a third or something like that. He knows exactly what the market is for Sam Darnold. And to say I'm taking phone calls on it is a big deal because if Sam Darnold was their guy and they were going into the season with him, he wouldn't say I'm taking calls on him. 
Right? That, that's how big a deal this is because the Texans still won't answer the phone on Deshaun Watson. You know they want to trade him. Right? You know that's going to happen. The, the Seahawks don't want to trade Russell Wilson, but you know it's going to take three first-round picks. So there's that. Now you have the Jets saying, we will take phone calls on Sam Darnold. He is as good as gone and traded somewhere by the Jets at some point probably by the beginning of free agency. I don't think anybody is going to uh, they're not going to go they're not going to go into free agency thinking, well, maybe we swing a deal for a quarterback after. No, Darnold will be gone sometime by the beginning of NFL free agency. It will happen fast. And I'll tell you this, Mike, they wouldn't move on from him if they didn't have their next quarterback ready to go. Look, I'm telling you, you there's there's things I know, there's few things I know I I know better uh, than the Jets. Uh, And if they weren't sold on one of their guys, they wouldn't be talking about moving Sam Darnold, right? Now, they have two choices, right? It's either the take a quarterback with the second pick or sure. it's make the trade for Deshaun Watson, right? Now, the best thing, and this is where the Jets are in a good spot. When's the last time you ever said that? The Jets are in a good spot, right? Hey, my team is in a good spot. I'm so excited. Well, is when that- they drafted Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was going to be the best draft pick of 50 years. Turns out how wrong I was. Oh, boy. <laughs> He's trash. Those were the you days. know what, though? You just did something that most sports talk radio hosts, most sports television hosts won't do. Actually, just say, you know what? I, I, I really screwed that up. Yeah, I missed that People will go down oh, and, and change the narrative <laughs> and come at it from all the way around. I mean, we're talking 360 yeah. degrees, walking oh, all sure. the way back to where they started uh, without yep. saying they were wrong and really just kind of moving the goalpost along the way. No, you just flat out said, no, nah, I screwed that one up, and Sam let me down. Mm, that's happened. That's how it went. Oh. You ever think okay, it might so be you? Now. Now that I did that, no, no, it's uh, listen, it's it's uh, it's 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 not me. It was it was yeah, I, I was young, I, you know, I, I I didn't know anything better. I didn't know any better. All right, so this is why why they're going to move on, and I'll tell you even who they're going to get because they're in a good spot because they're not going to go get a quarterback in free agency, right? They're not going to go out and say, well, we'll get Jimmy Garoppolo, we'll do that. No, they're not going to do that. Russell Wilson's not going to get traded to the Jets. They're, we told you last night, general principle, because the Jets just gave him two firsts for Jamal Adams. They're not going to do that again and have a real-life draft day sequence where they get made fun of forever. They're, the Seahawks are not going to have that narrative. They're either going to get Deshaun Watson in a trade or they're going to take a quarterback at number two. And if they don't get Deshaun Watson by the draft, they're going to move on. All right, so it's very easy for the Jets. The two teams in the easiest quarterback spot are the Jets and the Dolphins because they're not chasing anybody in free agency. They have the draft capital to get Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson if they want to, and they have the quarterback that can go the other way if the other team so desires. So the Jets and the Dolphins are in a great spot. The Jets aren't counting on Deshaun Watson. And so they know that, well, if that comes up, hey, we'll, we'll get into it and we'll make that move. But that's going to be something before the draft. And the Jets will move on, and I'm telling you right now, their guy is Zach Wilson. They have said a week ago they had to do a deep dive into Zach Wilson. They were getting into it. Uh, everybody that I've heard and talked to has said, hey, the Jets love this kid, and he is a fantastic prospect. And 
I don't think it's a coincidence that they came out and said today, we'll take phone calls on Sam Darnold a week before when they said we have to evaluate our quarterbacks and Zach Wilson is a guy that we really like. There is no coincidence between those headlines of the Jets like Zach Wilson and today Joe Douglas says, yes, we're going we're gonna to take phone calls on Sam Darnold. That is absolutely related. So I fully expect Zach Wilson to be the Jets starting quarterback this year. They'll take him at number two overall in the draft. And if Urban Meyer has a, has a bit of a you know, crazy spell come on, he wants to take Zach Wilson first. Hey, we'll take Trevor Lawrence and it's all good. But this is how it's going to go for the Jets. They will trade Sam Darnold by the start of free agency and they'll take Zach Wilson because he's their guy. Yeah, we got two weeks to go. We'll have activity because you don't want to be left standing there waiting for someone to exit the carousel to your squad uh, after they've all well found other people to walk away to the next ride with. I mean, you just you just can't do it. Uh, and especially if you're the Jets, right? You know, Woody came home. He's he's ready to run the show again. Uh, you got in, in theory competent people running your organization now. I say in theory because, again, it's it's the start of it. And I, I think part of it is you, you can't work on quarterbacks in, in a stealth mode either. I don't think it works. All of these stories become public domain. And so why not raise your hand and just say, you know what, we're open to calls. Because, look, if, if the text Texans, they keep claiming they're not, and maybe their voicemail is now full, but they're taking calls on Deshaun Watson – and the Seahawks are taking calls on Russell Wilson. Everybody can be had for the right price. I mean, Ted DiBiase was not wrong. Everybody's got a price. And any contract, any player can be had if you can see how you put together the puzzle and there's a better fit instead of smashing the piece in with your fist, which I know you and your little ham hands did as a child. That's got to fit there. It's that piece. It looks right. And you taught Zoe how to do that, and then there's just you always win. You always get the puzzle completed because you jammed it into into the spot. But I I think you have to say, well, if all of these other big-time guys, including a Super Bowl winner, are in trade talks as much as folks may protest it, they're nodding as they're saying, no, we're not trading him. In other words, call me. So the Jets aren't (laughs) going to be dumb in this process. They're going to say, sure, we'll listen. And Sam Darnold's got to be professional enough to know that, right? All bets are off this offseason. You can look at tape and recognize where you fell short, where the team fell short. But the larger thing is that the NFL is changing. And player feeling empowered or player agency, whatever term you want to use for it, Guys are trying to force their way out in the new situations. And teams are recognizing that a number of the players, and we can list the teams. You, you talked about Garoppolo, but just put him at the head of the list, are guys you may not be able to get over with. You might be competitive for a divisional crown. You might get into the playoffs, maybe win a game. But do you see yourself hoisting a Lombardi with them? No, looking into the future, if they had a crystal ball, they're saying, yeah, we're good, but we're not great. And so let's go try to find great. And and the Jets are most certainly with a quarterback where they're saying that. They, they might not have even taken the time to look into the crystal ball. They might have already just known it. Walk through that room and straight to the microphone to say, yes, we are taking calls. Well, and here's where we're the at, Smith. Yeah, but, here, but here's the other part of it, why, why, why it's even bigger than that, right? Because here's Joe Douglas, who's the Jets GM, right? And just think about this in job security for a second. He's uh, well-regarded throughout the league, but he kind of whiffed on free agency last year. 
You know, he tried to sign a bunch of Band-Aid guys. He's not mm-hmm. the biggest free agency guy, and he tried to sign some players, and I think one or two, one or two of them, you can say maybe they're going to work out for next year. Right? That, that's how – so there's a lot of pressure on him. He knows he's only going to get to pick a new quarterback one time. Because if the Jets fail, guess who's out? I don't care what kind of six-year contract he's got. If the Jets continue to stink and they pick the wrong quarterback, he's gone. So a GM wants to make sure, hey, I know i got to make that move for a quarterback, and i got to make sure it's the right one. If there was any hesitation, Sam Darnold is the guy for this year, and then they look into it a year after. Okay, what would work in Robert Sala's offense and, and, and LaFleur's offense? What would they want to do? He gets one chance at this. So the fact that he's open to move Sam Darnold to, to, to make room knowing he's got to get that quarterback and this is his guy they're making the move all right he's he, 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 if, if that's the if that's the situation and that is Joe Douglas has one chance they're going to have a new quarterback because and, and it, he hopes he's right on it and because if he is everything is great gets to be a GM for a longer time if he's wrong he's fired they're ready to make that move now so what does that tell you I mean, really, there's all the signs. Today was such a big day because now, when you didn't know if Sam Darnold was on the on the trading block or not, now teams who really love his talent and think he can be terrific, hey, make those phone calls, man. San Francisco, make those phone calls. Call the Jets, see what you can get. Call the Jets, call them, call them, call them. Call them, call them. Hey, Chicago Bears, call them, call them, call them. Allen Robinson for Sam Darnold. Call them, call them, call them, call them. <laughs> make those phone calls because it's happening. You, Alan Robinson and his social media activity certainly getting you excited throughout the day. Uh, I'm just going to say, did you really need Joe Douglas to confirm this? We knew Sam Darnold was on the market, Smith. I, I didn't well, need to, him to actually verbalize it to know that. No, well, but but this is but he's clearly telling you that this is the way we're going now with the team. He's sending signals to the NFL. This is why I'm, I'm motivated to make a deal. Right, he's motivated now because if you sit here and do the whole Texans thing, eventually people are just going to get pissed off and go, "I'm not going to call a tech. I'm going to go to voicemail again, and I'm not going to call him. I'm not going to do it." Jack Easterby watches my phone. He sees the area code and he lets it go to voicemail. No, he he's saying I am open for business on Sam Darnold. Right, if he wasn't motivated to make a trade, he's saying, "Call me, let's make a move." All right, this is the equivalent of the guy in your fantasy league, you know, putting that one that message out to the whole league, you know, that that like two people do per year because everybody else just yeah. text messages each other. Like in the in the third week where the guy says, "Hey, looking for help at wide receiver. Uh, let me know what you like." You know, I'm motivated to make a trade, and the Jets are motivated. That that's the that's the signal he threw up. I'm motivated, and he wouldn't say this if there wasn't already more interest than, say, Carson Wentz. Because the Eagles threw Carson Wentz out there not knowing that, well, the interest in him wasn't that great around the league. And they got lucky they made the deal they could. And, and you know, they, they found fortune right there a little bit. But if he didn't know that there was going to be a bit of a bidding war, there were a couple of teams interested in Sam Darnold, he's still playing it the way it is. But he wants to know, I'm motivated. Let's do it. We're moving on. We love Zach Wilson. And, and this is how we're doing it here with the Jets. And, and we're going to start our new team as soon as we can. This is, this is what he's doing. I'm telling you it's going to happen by march 17th happy saint patrick's day sam darnold will have a new address twitter at how about a fresh up mike gets swollen dome hey if you want to hit mike up with all the jets uh postings that alan robinson liked today on social media because you know now the jets are going to get alan robinson too that's kind of fun uh hit mike up at swollen dome he will absolutely love 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 to see those uh but coming up next we get back into what is developing into the biggest nba story of the night another night another superstar rejected and boy 
He's going to have a big fine coming his way by the NBA. Just got ejected. He did, and now he's going to lose some cash. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone in the next few minutes? Look at photos of things other people ate? Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker, Fire Insurance, Exchanges, or Affiliate. Products not available in every state. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Farmers Insurance Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. And now... Before we get into this big NBA story, you know, look, we've talked about it. Today is the 35th anniversary of Master of Puppets, an album that was, it is now in the United States Registry as one of the most influential albums in the history of music. And, you know, look, everybody remembers Master of Puppets, and they kind of con- uh, connote it now with, with old school in the scene. <laughs> we'll have them back by eight. But I'll tell you what, and I was telling Tyshirt this a few minutes ago, because, you know, I got to tell Tyshirt about music before the year 2010. Uh, Ride the Lightning, when it came out, changed music, right? The, the 1983, when Metallica had Ride the Lightning come out, that was such a sea change in hard rock, heavy metal. And it was, for me, it was now I knew this is what I like. Like when I liked all different kinds of music, like what's my favorite kind? And I heard Ride the Lightning, Ride the Lightning and Dio. And, and Last in Line were my two big albums. I'm like, okay, this is what I like. This is what I really like. And Metallica was so good. And Ride the Lightning was so good. There was so much anticipation for this album, for Master of Puppets. After Ride the Lightning, how is it going to be? How's it? Oh, my God. How could it possibly their third album? Oh, my God. They blew up. Ride the Lightning was it. It was the album. And I knew 10 seconds into listening, I knew this is going to be great. Ten seconds after listening to Battery, when be, I said, I knew this is going to be another incredible <laughs> album. And sure enough, Battery and then Master of Puppets and Welcome Home Sanitarium. It was such a huge album. And it's one of those few times where an album delivered on its anticipation. Because now you can anticipate a big album, but if you're not following up a big album, well, it's easy for people to like it. When people are expecting something and they're expecting something huge, it's really hard to deliver on that. And when Metallica did Master of Puppets, boom, it did 100%. Yeah, it it is not easy to to follow up, you know, the breakthrough, the Grammy. Wait, they didn't win Grammys for those. Uh, and then Jethro Tull stole the one uh, that – well, look, they earned it. You know, they, they were singing about the farm on the freeway. Uh, Crest of a Nave was a hell of an album. Uh, and they eventually got their awards and whatever else. But the idea being that that's got to be the hardest thing as a, a musical artist. I mean, it's hard for us every time we turn on the microphones the next day. How do you top the show from yesterday? I mean, you know, you, you were great. How do you be greater? and dominate the ear holes of America even more efficiently. Uh, that's what you need to do. Uh, and, and for a band like Metallica, you hit that, that huge wave of radio play and all the sales, and then it's like, all right, what's, uh, what's next? People, are, people love hate watching. I mean, I think for Metallica, they were, you know, the, the current cycle, like we hated the Golden State Warriors after two years. 
maybe even mm-hmm. less depending on how much you watch them, or you hate some other fashion uh, faction of the uh, the sporting universe very quickly, right? Hey, we like that guy. And then he was in three movies in a year. It's like, no, nah, I'm tired of him now. Yeah, no, we're done. Every I'm talk done now. show, he's everywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. all right, I, I've had enough. Uh, I, I think Metallica, that's what they got when they got, you know, super popular and were selling all sorts of albums. When they came back, people were immediately like, nope, I have to hate it. They cut their hair, they look different, and mm-hmm. now the songs aren't nine minutes with four different instrumental parts. <laughs> <laughs> no, They're not the I'm same anymore, not man. like it. <laughs> uh, so, again, 35 years of Master of Puppets. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Farmers Insurance Studios. And, and now to a story that is fast taking over tonight in the NBA. It remembers last night we spent a lot of time talking about Devin Booker and ridiculous double technically got thrown out of the game against the Lakers for no real reason other than arguing a call. And Rick Buecher joined us last hour on the show and said, the NBA, I don't know why they're officiating the way they are. I don't know when the, the game became less physical, but the NBA is a physical game. So on the heels of Devin Booker and that ridiculousness, well, tonight in one of the biggest games of the night, potential NBA Finals preview, Sixers and the Jazz. Enjoy it, Sixers and Jazz fans. Yes, I said potential NBA Finals preview. <laughs> uh, it goes to the Sixers in overtime. Joel Embiid with a huge night. He ties the game in the final seconds. But Utah lost their chance to win in overtime when this happened. Donovan Mitchell just went after the official and just got ejected from the game. And Donovan just just threw a water cooler and busted that one and ends up hitting a security guard. And Donovan, because he's Donovan, goes and apologizes to the security guard for doing it. And Donovan is in the locker room having been ejected for the game tonight. Just got arrested. Okay, okay. He didn't get get arrested. There was no arresting going on. Jazz Radio Network on the call. So Donovan Mitchell gets thrown out. And he was hot after the game was over for getting that double T and ejection. The Jazz go on to lose the game. Uh, Listen to what Donovan Mitchell is saying right now, and you can see him actually making out. He's actually making out the check to the NBA while he is talking about this for the referees. Take a listen. It's tough to to go out there and see how we fight and compete and to have a game like that taken from us. And I'm never, ever one to to blame a ref, to blame an official. I could say we could have done more, but this, this is getting out of hand. You know, there have been games like this that we've won. There have been games like this that we've, we've, we've lost. But this whole refereeing stuff and the way we're, we're nice, we don't complain, we don't, like, we don't get frustrated, you know, we fight through things. And the fact that we just continually get, get screwed in a way by this, you know, like we, we won this game, in my personal opinion, you know. But like I said, I'm going to give them credit. They won, whatever, cool. But, like, this is cons- it's, it's a consistent thing. And, you know, the question is, can we, can we do it? Can we sustain it? Are we for real number one? Like, yeah, the hell we are. And it's getting, it's getting ridiculous, KK, that this is, this is what's happening. You know what I mean? We have a whole second half of the season to go and get ready for. But, like, I'm, I'm sick of it. To be honest with you, we all are. You know, and I think this is something that just, it, bite, it, it eats me. It eats at me, man. And it's, I don't, I don't, y'all know what it is. We all know what it is. But it's. It's really getting out of hand. It's really, really, really getting out of hand. And the league needs to do something about this because I want to see the last two-minute report. To Adam Silver, total $50,000 and zero zero over 100. For arguing, officiating, Donovan 
Mitchell. Now, he's actually calmed down a little bit since then. He's going back and forth on Twitter about 30 minutes ago with Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid putting out a video saying, hey, I'm feeling good going into the All-Star break, and it's the video of him calling for the <laughs> T on Donovan Mitchell. Uh, and you know, after, Do- after Joel Embiid called for the T on Mitchell, Mitchell gets a technical foul. And uh, Mitchell responded on social media by saying, you're a fool, bro. And then Joel Embiid <laughs> responded by saying, second time I got you teed up lmao <laughs> so it's good you that got, they can got, laugh about you it. got got yeah it's good that they can laugh and especially with joel Embiid changing his name to joel troel Embiid here on twitter so th- this is really fun but you know, listen mitchell makes a great point okay you you have had suspect officiating and different ways of officiating the game from the beginning of the season and that's really what the players are all mad about is that you're changing how you're officiating the game for reasons we don't know. And if you want to change the way you're officiating, well, you kind of got to let us know this. And when things happen that have never happened in the NBA before and we want to complain about it, you got to allow us to say our piece. You know, if we get in your face, if we Draymond Green our way and, and the coach is trying to hold, hold me back and I'm trying to dip my head around his head and go, what did you just say? Then you know what? Then you get a technical foul and you get ejected. Right? When you do that, that's when you get tossed. That's you get double T. But guys got to be able to vent. Guys got to be able to say that's a that's a blank blank call, man. That is a horse blank call. I, I that is there is I I was not moving on that. Did you see? I had the ball before he stepped out of bounds. Whatever you got to let players and with more colorful language than that. But this is radio, so we can't do that. Uh, but you got to let players be able to do that, man. And the more that this happens, the more players are going to get upset, and it reflects poorly on the game. And Donovan Mitchell's going to get fined a ton of money. And, you know, Mm -hmm. this is how it works, but he's okay making out that check because he was able to say what every player in the NBA is thinking about the officiating this year, how ridiculous it is and what they are are officiating for and against. And it's not what the NBA really has been made of over the course of the past, I want to say, 30 to 35 years. This is not what the NBA is. Look, it is a physical game. There are things that, all right, if, if if you want to make it less physical, I'm sorry, but the NBA is pretty physical. NBA is a man's league man it is a man's league and and you have decided to make it where hey anything that happens is going to be a foul and we're going to miss calls and we're we're not going to be responsible for them like we normally should i completely get why the players are pissed it's not the storyline adam silver wants going into all-star weekend because you know all the players are going to get asked about this you know to be what do you think about the trades you know what do you think about the knicks how good are the boy the knicks are great i mean every player is going to get questions about the knicks <laughs> <laughs> and then they're going to get, what do you make of the officiating? And you are going to see players say all kinds of crazy stuff because they're going to say, okay, you want us to play this game that we don't care about? You want to give us a a a, a potential uh, uh, dais to talk at? Yeah, then we're going to talk about the officiating. You think it's such a big deal that we play this game? We got TV partners to satisfy. We don't want to play. You want us to play? Okay, Ask me about the officiating. Let me tell you what I think about the officiating in the NBA. The, the NBA is reaping what it's sown right now as far as a storyline. Well, they need to negotiate into the CBA that at all-star games and other convention-like uh, systems, uh, they get to say whatever the hell they want and that they can't get fined. <laughs> and then we can have some <laughs> real talk about officiating. Uh, until then, it becomes the the elephant in the room for the league, especially when you've got superstars getting tossed.
right? It's one thing you got a, a guy who, you know, the big men are battling down low and they curse at each other and there's pushing and shoving and they just say, all right, we got we got to stop this. And so they throw a guy out or it's a double ejection because we used to see a lot of double ejections back in the day. All right, what's the net net of this? Eh, plus or minus a point and a half. Make it happen. Good. Nice and easy. Not not affecting, you know, because they got to have an instant odds maker. Are we going to really screw this game up if we throw one of these guys out? Now it's like they don't care. It's the don't show me up and think of the children because of what might be heard. <laughs> think of the children. Think what of the children? the children. What about the children? What about the children? Oh, I always it's, think it's, of that. I always think of that uh, George Carlin line. Oh, they always say, "Do it for the children." What about the children? Think of the children. You know what I say? Blank the children. <laughs> Some of them are not worth it. Oh, it's, it's so funny when he did that. I'm like, oh my goodness, he really said that. Uh, sorry, buddy. Whatever you say, think no, of the children, no, I think of that George Carlin line. <laughs> and I and I throw it out there with the the sarcasm bucket directly underneath me, and, and it's just the idea of. All right, let's let's have a meeting because they always have meetings during this, right? It's not only just glad handing handing the sponsors and and giving them their FaceTime that they need to, whatever the Zoom calls are. Hey, you get to ask a question of LeBron or Steph or whoever it is. Play virtual mini golf with Steph. I I don't know what it is, but there's always a, a little meeting of the minds between the PA and the league. And for for this year, yeah, that's one of the big things going. On. All right, number number one scheduling. They've had a couple of positive test this week I think they said seven so all right what are we doing to make sure we don't have any further outbreak Two, how do we handle states that are opening up fully what's the policy around NBA arenas does that stay in effect and three all right this officiating thing in our in-game you know what what do we do to curb some of the the quick triggers and quick whistles that are affecting the ends of games because this one you know it's one thing if it's a blowout Right. And hey, he just got sent to the showers because he finally let off some steam. This game's still in the balance. Right. This game's still to, to finish your first half. You want to go out in, in a good note. And, and now this becomes the focus as you go into the all star break instead of great performances. And, and the Joel Embiid side of it is the 40 and 19. That's all fine and good. That That's dwarfed in comparison to. All right. Donovan Mitchell lost is cool. We know it's all gone to hell. Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell both lost their cool in back to back nights and got ejected. They're mild-mannered guys by comparison to a lot of the people in the league. So what's wrong? Do we have a problem, or did they just finally explode, as Mitchell referred to? We take it, we take it, we take it. Eventually, you know, something's got to give. It's kind of like, you know, what you, when you feel like you've been doing a lot around the house, mm-hmm. you know, running a lot of errands to go get yourself a sandwich. Yeah. And then you're, you're said to, to not be doing enough. You feel mad. You're like, I bring fries every day. <laughs> I actually did bring fries back today. It's funny See? you say that. When I had the shamrock shakes, I actually brought fries back too. Were you following me? Were you following me into no. McDonald's? No. Wow. I just made a uh, an assumption based on a pattern of speech <laughs> and storytelling going on seven plus years. The plotting system for that data uh, suggested that there were fries in the Ooh. offing today. And you know what? I don't eat the fries normally, I br- but I brought the fries back for my family because I'm that How guy. About that? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening, call 1 888 Farmers and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1 888 Farmers to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges are affiliate products not available in every state. Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Live from the Farmers Insurance Studios. Call 1 888 Farmers. You can save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. So the Buffalo Bills put forth an idea to the National Football League today. It's getting a lot of run on social media as being a great idea. The Bills have put forth this proposal to the NFL that teams can't hire head coaches and you can't interview them until 
the championship weeks in the NFL, the week after the championship weeks when teams have a down week and everybody but two teams are eliminated. And you can't hire a head coach until after the Super Bowl. And many people, oh, what a great idea, what a great idea. Yes, of course. I know you want to call this the Eric Bieniemy rule, right? But I'll tell you what, this rule stinks. This would be a horrible rule, and nobody would like it. The Bills are saying this because they're not going to be looking for a new head coach for a while because they're all set with Sean McDermott and Josh Allen. They're not doing it. But every team needs a head coach. And the last thing a team is going to say yes to is, wait a minute, so you're telling me at the end of a season we're going to lose a month and a half at least of progress because we can't hire a head coach? Well, all the other teams that have head coaches are going to be able to continue on with their offseason planning and going on and installing their systems and doing a whole bunch of stuff and doing analysts for the draft and analyzation for, uh, for free agency. Wait, wait, wait. We lose a month and a half because we can't hire it? No, that's a load of crap. Right, And it is a load of crap. Everybody's going to be in that boat. We, we roll over five to six coaches a year in the National Football League. At some point, everybody's going to hire a coach. Nobody's going to want to be the team saying, well, here we are on January 2nd. We're firing our head coach. And well, now we got to wait until the middle of February to hire a coach. Wait a minute. What? We got a lot of stuff to do. We got to prep for the draft. We got to prep for free agency. We don't know what kind of defense we're going to run. We don't know who. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean we can't hire a head coach? It's a crap idea. All right. It, it sounds great because, hey, we want to make sure that guys are getting the chances they are to, to interview to be a head coach. I want that. Right. I want that. This doesn't solve that issue. This just solves an issue of how to make the teams that need a fresh start and a head coach to put them behind the rest of the teams. You really want to solve the Eric Bieniemy thing? You put together a commission and investigate. Why did Eric Bieniemy have... 15 interviews in the past two years and is not a head coach in the NFL. Why is that not happening, right? Let's solve the problem. And here's Eric Bieniemy, and we don't know why he's not getting a job and why African-American men are not getting chances to be a head coach. Don't give me this, oh, you can't hire till the end. No, that, that's only that's a tiny part of the reason. If Eric Bieniemy was a great candidate and teams really wanted him, they would have hired the guy, just like anybody else. But let's figure out why, right? Let's figure out why guys aren't getting jobs, why they're not getting the same experiences and opportunities as everybody else's. So let's investigate this. Let's have full transparency by the teams. Let's go in. Let's have a committee. Let's have three or four people, and then we can come out. You can find something out in a month or two when they're done with their investigation, and we know why, and we know that teams need to do better in in, in giving interviews and giving opportunities to African-American men to be coaches in the National Football League, or, well... Eric Bieniemy was a good was a good candidate, but these are the reasons why he didn't get it. At least then he knows. This is why I'm not getting it. This is how you solve the problem. Not by saying, hey, let's just let every, make everybody wait to hire a head coach. That's a bad idea. But investigating it and putting teams on notice and letting them say, hey, this is why we didn't hire the guy. And if that's good or bad, then we know and then we can move forward and that solves things. My man, what are, what are we settling? Are they not still going to – are you tapping everybody's phones? Do they have to go like they're in Jetersburg and for a month nobody gets to use their cell phones or computers? You can't tell me that everybody's going to stop conducting business. They may not announce it. Okay, we've got to be more clandestine. Okay. I'll talk <laughs> to you at 2 o'clock. Reports. Then you'll see those I'll reports. I'll talk to you at 2 o'clock on Wednesday. A plane just landed in, in Florham Park, New Jersey, and we believe it has Robert Sala on it. We, we, are, we have a drone overhead, and we're looking in to see. I mean, then we get like college football. 
<laughs> no, but that but that's where we're going. If, if you want to do this rule, nobody's going to stop. The business of the NFL won't stop because of this. If anything, you now make those bad teams, they're screwed because that's another month that they can't start putting a new plan in place, changing direction, evaluating free agents, etc. Uh, yeah, you, your final game ends. You know what? Everybody go home for a month. You're on sabbatical. It's idiotic. It's one of two bad proposals that came to the light of day. Uh, The other deals with quarterbacks, and, well, we love talking about quarterbacks, so we'll get to that here soon. I really, I mean, I, I want to solve that issue too. I want to give guys like Eric Bieniemy a chance, but this is just a bad idea. I really, I mean, it sounds great, but it's more, it's more like grandstanding from the Bills on it than it is let's have something to solve the issue. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, we'll tell you who the MVP of the NBA is right now. Fox. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.